licks the tip can be <laughs> stop completely... it. podcast talks about everything from professional wrestling to usually a we have a funny or a witty saying uh i don't have that today what i do have is my condolences to goes out to my childhood friend ja who passed away uh yesterday morning while riding his bike uh you're going to be sorely missed uh i love you bro and uh i'm doing this episode for you so we're not going to be together now, but we will see each other in a different place. That being said, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, the very doit, Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the General Shades, joined, as always, by my hetero life mate, always social distancing, Ill will the thrill, the poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's what I'll be, because maybe that's who I is. Mr. Thrill. Senor. There has been a lot going on this week. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, so, where to begin? We have some non-WWE news. We have some WWE news. AEW, some Cruiserweight champion. Finally crowned, and maybe another championship changed hands. Who knows? Ooh. And for the first time ever, I think ever on the podcast, we're doing a predictions episode for NXT TakeOver in your house. It's happening this Sunday, June 7th, 2020. At the Performance Center. Or is it Full Sail? I don't know. I love how you've totally taken my thing of like being mad descriptive as to the time and place of every event. I love it. They will start at 7 p.m. 8 p.m. <laughs> you will get more as soon as we ring that bell. So as always, this talks about some, some non's W's, W's, news. Uh, Stu Sachs, longtime editor and publisher for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, retiring after 40 years covering the business. That's a big deal. Anyone who knows wrestling knows 40 years in the business doing anything is a long time. That's a long career to be doing the business, to be dealing with the business. So, it's a, yeah. <laughs> you've seen a lot of good wrestling. A lot of He's bad wrestling. Poor guy. 40 years. That means he's covered... The PG era, the Attitude era, New Generation, Golden uh, Age, mm, the, P, the, uh, the Golden Age was the eighties. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Boy, don't you try to outmath me, no, I'm gonna, <laughs> bro? I'm trying to do the math in my head so fast. I'm like that meme of that chick with all the like, the the the, the freaking calculations. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute. If it's 20, 20, 20 years ago, it was two thousand and twenty years before that. I swear, my degree is in English, not math. That idiot from The Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> my degree is in English, not math. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, so, so, so Stu Sachs is hanging up the proverbial boots. Or and, pen. Well, yeah, obviously. It, yes, shades. But because it's the wrestling business, I said proverbial boots. That's the whole point, guy. Obviously, he's hanging up the typewriter laptop pen if you want to go colloquially because of his career path. You know, you know, I wish you'd back me up once in a while. It's a Walkman, like a like a like a little recorder. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine your wrestler, imagine your Roman Reigns. You just had like the biggest match of your life at at WrestleMania wrestling. I don't know, but Fandango or something. And, <laughs> and some old guy comes up to you with like a, a tape recorder, and he's like, "Roman, can we get a few words from you?" Click. <laughs> I'm sure Roman Roman Reigns is not that old, young, so he probably knows what a tape recorder is. Even, I mean, you I'm both, younger than him. I know what it is. Why don't you go even like old, more old school than that, and a pen and a pad? <laughs> it's like, With it's a like pen a yellow, in his ear, a little notepad, and he's like, um, and he, he licks the, he licks the, yeah, he licks the tip of the pen. <laughs> so tell me, how'd you feel about that match, huh? <laughs> Licks the tip can be <laughs> stop it, stop it. turn. Stop it. <laughs> so congratulations, Stu Sacks, on forty years in the business. Get out and and uh don't be a don't be a real wrestling guy and retire, but then come back and wrestle for like impact wrestling. Just just retire. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't don't retire from the business and come back to write for impact wrestling. Same thing. Or AEW. Oh, no, no, no. Come on. Uh, Let's see. Moving on. New Japan Pro Wrestling will hold a special press conference this Tuesday on the 9th of June at noon, Japan time. It will discuss the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling events. As the world is starting to slowly reopen, things are starting to be normalized a little bit. It looks like we might finally get the return of Japan's Biggest wrestling promotion, arguably the second biggest promotion in the world. Let's see what happens. Just in time for the G1 Climax. Yeah, I mean, they're already going to miss Dominion. Because Dominion's yeah, around I now. Mean, Dominion, was it? Yeah. Dominion's usually around this week, next week. Yeah. So, so it'd be Dominion 6-6 six, six, or Dominion 6, was it? 10. We're talking about math, and I can't do 7 days from now. The 13th. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's normally... Sad, you know, day, <laughs> sad day at Grapple Tapple. <laughs> sad day. Uh, we're wrestling fans. I'm math experts, man. Leave us alone. Uh, so, yeah. They've already missed, like, Sakura Genesis is out the window. Um, Dominion has flown by. So now... They've got to try and save at least the G1 Climax, which is usually their big summer event. So, I mean, and whoever wins the Climax gets an automatic championship opportunity at Wrestle Kingdom. So mm-hmm. the Climax does make a difference. It's For not sure. like King Corbin's King of the Ring tournament, which Michael Cole had to explain to us why we call him King. I mean, this might also serve for them to um, announce – a replacement or a rescheduling of their um, what, what do they call it? The 
Best of the Super Juniors? No, 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 no. The show they were going to do here at the Garden, the G1, or the, the something. Supercard. No, they Super had a, card. They had a different name for it this time. Supercard of Honor. No. <laughs> That's the one we went to last time, guy. Survivor Series. Oh, my. <laughs> um, something tells me no, that um, legally that can't be right. Wasn't it like the G1 Supercard? Wrestle Dynasty. Battle. That's what it was called. I whoa, so far I didn't even know they called it that. I was I knew something with Dynasty, but I couldn't remember the exact uh, phrasing. So, Wrestle Dynasty was supposed to be on August twenty fourth, right? Twenty third? No, 22nd. Uh, August twenty twenty second. I knew it was one of the days surrounding your birthday. I just didn't remember which day. It was the day before. So the twenty second, and uh, that was postponed. So we'll see if they decide to reschedule it for maybe September, October, who knows. But it's interesting to find we'll find out on Tuesday. Yeah. And let's see. I think that does that wrap up our non WWE news? Yeah. Unless we're gonna Unless you want me to cover the AEW stuff now. I mean, this is our show. We can do whatever the hell we want. You know what? I, I want. I, I think Shades want. No, I'm not Shades. You're Shades. Oh, my God. It's been a long week. <laughs> it's only getting longer. <laughs> you know, forget it. Just move on. I'll, I'll talk more later. <laughs> so let's go to the WWE, shall we? <laughs> Please. The Gronk, the Gronkinator, the Gronk Master Flex, Rob Gronkowski has terminated his contract with the WWE because he's going to go play football again. Okay. What I didn't know was that Rob Gronkowski had a butt ton of backstage heat with the boys in the locker room. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he delayed the WrestleMania taping because he was hesitant hours. to do the, by two hours by two hours because he was hesitant to do the dive spot off the uh, little elevated area, mm. and I'm like, you run full force at at people who are basically built like brick walls, and you can't jump eight feet. The funniest part of that whole story to me was Vince was the one to be like, look, this is how you got to do it. And Vince was showing him how to do it. Vince! Vince has fallen off of cages, and he got the bejesus beat out of him by 90% of the roster. And the I mean, I, there so. Obviously, I'm aware of that, but like the fact that at his age, he's still, still willing to look an athlete like Gronkowski in the face and be like, no, you buffoon, this is how you do it. Stop being so scared. Vince has always said, he's like, I'm not going to ask you to do something that I wouldn't do myself. That is true. I'll show you. That's very true. That was a he, very valid He point. may be a POS, but at least the man sticks to his, his guns, you know? For better or worse. Yeah. So, uh, another guy building some, some heat backstage is a guy that Thrill and I were big on. No more. <laughs> 
<laughs> no more. No mas. No more for him, y'all. I didn't know if we were going to cover this or not, and I don't really want to dive too deep into it. But agreed. The current climate in America right now is not an easy one uh, with our pandemic and the social injustices um, that the police officers have. I don't know, abused their power for such a long time against the minority, you know, community, specifically <clears throat> the African-American community. Um, they have been protests for a gentleman, George Floyd, who passed away, was not passed away. He was murdered there you go. by four police officers. <clears throat> and there's been, you know, peaceful protests. There have been some rioting, some violent protests and some looting. Now, Thrill will get into the looting part later when he goes over AEW news, but it's best to separate the looting and the rioting from the peaceful protest because it takes away from this man's death. Mm -hmm. That being said, Jackson Riker took it upon himself to tweet out, thankful for the at POTUS, which is president of the United States. Yes, he doesn't deserve to be spoken on our our airwaves. Yeah. <clears throat> thankful for the at POTUS, we have. Uh, uh, thank for thank you for uh, thankful for the at POTUS we have. God bless America, built of freedom, forgotten no more. Now I don't have the responses from uh, the wrestlers, but Kevin Owens. Um, uh, Mustafa Ali, uh, Batista were just some of the people who just tore into him. Tore um, into him. Yeah. Uh, I want to oh, see if and, I can... Uh, Wesley Blake and the uh, other guy, the one that no one really cares about. Um, <laughs> they are kind of distancing themselves from right. the whole Riker thing. Which is smart on their behalf. Yeah, I mean... No offense. I mean, I don't like to typecast anybody. Jackson Riker's got the racist build to him. You know, he, he kind of looks like he's one shaped head away from being Aryan Brotherhood. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, there was, um, tatted up America, Effia. Yeah. Type. Their their gimmick was already teetering on controversy, and then after what he said, um, there's reports that WWE is going to re-examine how to present the Forgotten Sons. So their their mm -hmm. their whole thing might be scrapped altogether. But I do want to um include some of the uh, comments that were made by the wrestlers. Kevin Owens said, "Quote." The freedom you speak of entitles you to speak your mind all you want. I'm not here to argue that. I just really need to tell you that I think you pushing your bleep wrestling catchphrase as all of this is happening is absolutely bleeping pathetic. Mustafa Ali, mm. who is a former Chicago police officer, uh, replied, I'm thankful you posted this because now I'm now aware of what you stand for. When black brothers and sisters are crying, you praise someone that refuses to acknowledge their hurt. There was also responses mm. from Sami Zayn, uh, Batista, who essentially called him out for a fight. 
um, for I mean, in so many words, he said if if he wants to have a conversation with uh, Batista about Batista's opinions, he knows plenty of mutual friends. So, I mean, you can read between the lines all you want. But Batista said, "You want to scrap? We can scrap." Put your hair up and square up, punk. Back to Mundo. So there was a lot of speculation, or not speculation, but concern as to whether or not there'd be a backlash on him in the locker room. And there's been plenty, especially in a locker room that that is that features the New Day, which is one of WWE's highest selling acts. You know, Big E has spoken out against other wrestlers, which we might mention later, for their racism. So I don't. I don't know what they're going to do with Jackson Riker. They can't fire him. Legally, they're not allowed to. Yeah. But um, I'd be very surprised if we see him in any sort of spotlight anytime soon. Well, the Forgotten Sons will be just that. The Forgotten Sons. Unless they can find something else for Cutler and, and Blake to do. And then Jackson Riker just falls off to the side. I don't know. Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't, I don't see it happening, um, because he's unfortunately he's the anchor. He's he's the scary looking guy in that. He's a heavy. He's a heavy. He's the heavy. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, he essentially plays the same role as Madman Fulton does in Impact with the you know, Sammy Callahan and all those guys. Yeah, what he's, what I think somebody was trying to spin it as, was he was doing this. Uh, to generate some, in character, yeah, to generate some heat for uh, for the the stable, and I was like, time and a place, buddy. And well, that's neither one. Yeah, and that's what Kevin Owens is getting at. He's like, if that's what you're doing, well, then it's it's crap. You know, this is not how you do that at all. No. So, uh, we can move on to my favorite. Time of was it 2017? <laughs> Don't hinder the gender. Gender Mahal. Gender uh, Mahal is out of action with knee surgery. So if you don't see him on TV, that's why. Not like you were missing him on TV anyway. Oh, come on. Moving on. Dang. I'm gonna say I'm gonna save this next one for last because this this made me happy. Okay. So I'm going to go now to the WWE. Bans the buckle bomb. Finally. Seth Rollins performed it on Finn Balor. Finn Balor got hurt. Don't forget Sting before that. No, there was Sting after that. No, Sting was before that, homeboy. You sure? 100%. Okay. So yes, Sting... Uh, buckle bomb. I wouldn't say basically ended his career, but ended his career because well, Sting him for it for sure. Oh, shut up, Sting! You old. <laughs> it's not the fact that you're pushing sixty or anything like that. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. No, it's no, he hurt you. No, exactly, idiot. Shut up, Steve Borden, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, as you were saying. Anyway, moving on. WWE's cutting producers and wait, referee pay. Wait, hold on. I want to go back to the buckle bomb. 
Because, yeah, Seth, Seth Rollins is one of the reasons, but the more recent reason. The giant botch machine that she is, Nia Jax. There you go. Is the reason why it's really getting banned because exactly. she she's almost killed Kyrie Sane on like four different occasions. <laughs> um, there is a WWE source I don't remember where oh, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, yo, she needs to be effing fired. Like, that's it. But because she's you know Samoan and she's family oh, with Samoan the Rock, state, yep. then she's not going to get fired. And not to mention, uh, I don't know if it was this week or last week, and she did the whole uh, racist Kabuki mm-hmm. warrior mimicking the Japanese. Yeah, that, you know. Look, I'm I'm not one to advocate for someone losing their job unless it's something like really, really, really bad. But the the girl's got to at least go back to NXT. She's clearly she no clearly has no control. She doesn't. She's not learned control over her strength. She clearly has no idea just how strong she is. She has not been able to figure out how to measure, you know, how and when to use that strength. She, and I'm not saying that she can't learn that. So that's what I'm saying. Don't fire her. I understand that there's, you can use her, but she needs to go back and train some more, get her back in NXT, NXT. Needs to get some more. Nope, so where nope, she, nope, 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 nope. that's the whole point of NXT. NXT is a developmental. Nope. Not anymore. Leave her in the performance center and let her work on the craft. Do not put her in NXT because if she hurts someone to the um, skill of Candice LeRae mm. or Io Shirai or um, uh, any other idiot down there, um, there, there's no... Yeah, but I'm not saying put her in the top of the card in NXT. She can go up against Vanessa Bourne and Aaliyah and, you know, these lower card girls. You're you're talking about a former Raw Women's Champion. You're not just going to send her down. I'm sorry. You're just not going to. It's just not going to happen. Well, one woman clearly needs more training. 100% she clearly needs more training. And what's funny is that she kind of lost all of her momentum after she dropped the belt to uh, Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. that was like two or three years ago, and she's just never been able to. She's hurt. She's hurt so many other people in that in like such a small amount of time, like a three year time span. It's nuts. Yeah, she hurt Alexa Bliss. She created the now like famous Becky Lynch broken nose. With the so she hurt punch. Becky. She actually helped her. I mean, she. I mean, yeah. In the long run, she helped Becky Lynch there, but an errant punch broke Becky's face. Um, Kyrie Sane twice now. Um, she hurt Ember Moon Charlotte, once, right? Charlotte, Ember Moon, um, Sasha Banks, Bailey. She's hurt basically everyone on the main roster. It's wild. It's like her 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 body count is just piling up. And one in the China shop. Yeah. She needs to learn to control her body and she needs to learn how to. uh, What it really boils down to is she doesn't know her own strength. Yeah. She she doesn't use enough and gets Kyrie hit in the head on the middle rope and the middle turnbuckle. She uses too much and gets Kyrie's head split open on the staircase. She in the the metal, the steel steps, excuse me. Like, figure it out. Figure it out. I understand you're a big, strong woman. That's awesome. Good. Learn to use it. 
Learn to control your power, sister. She started to become like. Well, now when I think of Nia Jax, I think of uh, Mabel. Oof. Remember how unsafe yeah. he was and how he kept hurting everyone. No one wanted to work with him. Yeah, but Mabel's a former King of the Ring winner, you know, like former hardcore champion. He was like top of the card. Stop it. He faced Diesel for the WWE Championship. You know? in, one of WWE the worst, Championship. in one of the worst main events ever. In your house, baby. Horrendous. Now can I move on to WWE cutting producer and yes, referees pay? Yes, 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 you can. Well, that's that's just it. WWE's cutting <laughs> producers and referees pay. Because, you know, in this pandemic, what WWE needs to do is hurt more of their employees' pockets. Save more money. Ridiculous. Save more money. And WWE launches their free WWE network tier. Okay. Which means that it's only a matter of time before they announce and fully roll out all the different tiers instead of just free and paid. The yeah, free version uh, is going to be essentially the same as the paid version, only there's going to be far less content. I believe you're only going to get like the big fours available for video on demand, not all the pay-per-views. I'm not really sure, but they list. They said there's like thousands of content. Blah blah blah. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, I don't even watch. We used the network. I mean, to watch the Undertaker's last ride thing, and yeah. then I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. Their original content is fantastic. Their documentaries are always really good. Whether it's their chronicles, their 24 sevens, their last ride. Um, you know, they're, they're really good at doing documentaries. Um, 365s are pretty good. 365s are good. Um, but yeah, other, other than, I mean, I'm going to be real, like you said, other than the pay-per-views and when they do these documentaries, I don't really, I don't really tune into the network, but you know, they did the Ruthless Aggression docuseries, had me watching that. Now they're doing the last ride. They got me watching that. So if they keep pumping out these docuseries, well, I'll keep watching. Yeah. And finally, the last bit of news. PW Insider reports that Todd Pettengill, the Toddster, returns <laughs> at NXT in your house. And I can't wait. Can't wait. For those of you, those of you who don't know, Todd Pettengill was a backstage uh, interviewer for WWF in the early to mid-90s. During the new generation? And, uh, no, because he was also there in like 89, 90. Like that was still like that we were phasing out from like new gen, like the golden age to the new generation. Mm-hmm. Uh I love him. I don't know what what it was about him, but I was like, man, that guy's so young and he's living out his dream. I want to be like him. <laughs> I want to interview. I want to interview uh, Macho Man and the Ultimate Warrior and Hulk Hogan. Don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how times have changed. Two of them are dead. Ooh. One's a racist. <laughs> I'll let you guys figure out the, the semantics <laughs> of that. You guys should know this already. 
So yes, Todd Pettengill. I, I I hope that he's doing backstage interviews. I hope that they have like an old school feel to this in your house pay per view. And for God's sakes, if you if you're doing in your house, you better go hard or go home. There better be a front like panel of a house, or I'm not watching this thing. Oh, the, the what the the stage entrance better be the ramp entrance better be the OG stage setup. Yeah, it better be the house. If not, if not, you have failed. You have embarrassed yourself and all that have become before you. This is fact. And that is it for you know the WWE news. <sighs> Let's talk about some AEW, shall we? Let's do that. So, as we alluded to earlier, there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of social unrest. And, you know, a lot of people are making statements or putting stuff out. And we're getting to a point in our society where we're no longer allowing people to live in silence. We're, we need people to, to stand on one side or the other. Are you on the right side of history or are you not? And then there are those who we don't need to hear from. And that's Linda Hogan. So Linda Hogan, ex-wife of a specific somebody, put up a tweet saying, quote, watching the looting, it's all Afro-American. Not sure how robbing and stealing set the record straight, but if they want to be heard, they need to be civilized. Close quote. Now, I'm not going to go into all the reasons why that is one of the most asinine comments that she can make. But Tony Khan saw this tweet and said, great, now you can be banned from all AEW shows just like your ex-husband. So, for those of you who don't know, although if you've been listening to us, I don't know how you don't know because I will take every opportunity to mention this. Linda Hogan's ex-husband at length. At, at length. Linda Hogan's ex-husband Hulk Hogan is a racist. A few years back, a tape released as part of the whole Gawker lawsuit that he won. Tape came out where he used racially charged expletives and other racial remarks towards African Americans slash blacks, and then proceeded to not give a legitimate apology, but instead warning those of the use of social media and how to watch anything and everything you say because you never know when it's going to end up on social media. Not, I'm sorry for what I've said. Not, I should not have said that. Not something along the lines of, I don't feel that way. I'm not racist. Black people, positive remark here. No, 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 no. Hogan's response was, careful what you say. You might get caught. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful who's got their phone in their hand. That's exactly. And so because his apology was such a heaping pile of garbage, Tony Khan, from the outset, apparently – has said that Hogan will never work with or for AEW. And Hogan is not allowed anywhere near AEW. 
Tony Khan said, how can I look at my athletes, because he is an owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, how can I look at my athletes, my wrestlers, my friends and my family, and allow this man to be anywhere near me? And he's 100% right, and I wish Vince McMahon and WWE took the same approach. Lord knows I have. So, uh, do you mind if I by all jump means. in real quick? So, again, when, I didn't want to really speak too long about this, but Impact Wrestling posted a... Oh, we didn't even speak about Impact Wrestling and their cryptic Slammiversary. Oh, yeah, you're right. We did not talk about that. Um, before the airing, they posted uh, you know, a, a saying in the beginning about you know that they stand with you know African American community and all Black Lives Matter and you know whatnot. Uh, AEW, same thing. Not a peep from WWE. Of course not. Of course not. Because how can they when their owner is in the pocket of the president? And the president has made it pretty clear where he stands. And for those of you who don't know, he stands with a fake Bible in front of a church after tear gassing people in front of the White House in a peaceful protest. Uh, Way to be. An upside down, turned around fake Bible. (laughs) Is that your Bible? It's a Bible. Oh, Oh my God. I can't. Okay. Believe me. It has all the words. <laughs> I can't even. Um, anyway, so yeah. Tony Khan has officially banned both Linda and Hulk Hogan from AEW shows. Thank you, Tony Khan. Love you, brother. Moving on. Um, Do you want me to continue on or do you want to take some of this? Nah, man. You love uh, AEW so much. Go for oh, it. You you know you are something else. You you really you love to push this like narrative that like I'm a huge AEW fanboy. Bro, they can do nothing wrong in your eyes. Up that until, is not like, true. Last, that is so until, not like, true. Week. Stop. Until, you're like, a liar. Last week. I have continuously, whenever I find any fault, I have had no problem pointing it out. They are not perfect. Mm. I'm aware of this. Mm. Man, get out of my face. Anyway. Mm. We don't know. <laughs> so, I received an email from Ticketmaster about a day or two ago. I said, what's this? Shameless plug. <laughs> so, <laughs> I opened this email, and it's from Ticketmaster saying, your AEW show has been rescheduled yet again. So, once upon a time, AEW had a show originally scheduled for March 25th at the Prudential Center where they were going to do blood and guts for the first time. Then, of course, the pandemic happened and that went out the window. That was then rescheduled for July 22nd, something like that. And yeah. then that was rescheduled. And now it will be taking place in February, February 23rd of 2021. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For those of you who don't know, Thrill's 31st birthday is February 26th. So wish him a happy birthday. Whoop, whoop. Moving on after that fantastic news. (laughs) Once again, AEW continues to topple NXT in the ratings war. This week, however, 
only by a finite margin, by 15,000, which may sound like a lot, but comparatively speaking, it's nothing. When every other week yeah. they've been beating them by up to 100,000 plus. So they they just barely beat them this week. We'll see what happens next week. Yeah, but if you ask a WWE fanboy, oh, they can't even crack a million. They can't even crack a million. We will see. It's like, all right, they're beating NXT. That's it. Oh, but yep. they, they haven't cracked a million. Who cares? So all, I'm gonna say, all I'm going to say is that TV ratings throughout all of television have plummeted since the pandemic hit, since the lockdown. And NXT is still coasting in the 700 mark. When the world opens up again and they start doing live shows again, I think it's only a matter of time before they hit a million consistently. I mean, they haven't even been on for a full year. Yep. You know, like, yeah, they've existed for a year, but they haven't been on TV for a year yet. Yeah. But, you know, WWE fans will be WWE fans. Last bit of news coming out of Jacksonville. Oh, I'm sorry. There's two more bits of news. I apologize. Arn Anderson, the enforcer, signed a multi-year deal to stay with AEW, which is a no-brainer to me, whether he's going to be with Cody or I'm sure down the line he'll turn against Cody. But either way you slice it, I think Arn Anderson is a good um, on-screen persona, and he's also a very great off-screen teacher for a lot of these performers backstage. So keeping Arn Anderson under lock and key for a few years is only a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually happy that Arn signed because I wanted to bring up real quick. Uh, Tully Blanchard posted a video, a promo with Sean Spears, just just digging into him. That listen, he thought that he was the real deal. And he brings his family and friends over to watch Sean Spears on Saturday night. And what does Sean Spears do but have his wrestling trunks and Tully's face printed on the genital area? On his members. Is this this a joke? Blah, blah, blah. If you're not serious about this, like, like, we're done. Like, that's it. It's like, damn, Tully. Get at him, boy. First of all, I didn't know Tully could cut a promo like that. That was fantastic. Oh, absolutely. He can. Secondly, he secondly, this was the perfect way to save Sean Spears. Oh, I was just about to bring that up. Because after what happened, the aforementioned incident with him and Dustin Rhodes, there were so many people, I think even us included, were like, like how do you come back from that? And I think this is the only way to save Sean Spears because now you have Tully ride him and now he has a fire lit under him. Now he can come back even angrier, more sadistic, more like, you know, more engaged. He's a mean streak. Mm -hmm. He's a mean streak. No more cocky because he was doing the cocky, arrogant thing. I'm the chairman. Yeah. No, 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 no. Now he has to really be the chairman and just start breaking people with, with chairs. Yeah. He's got to be angry now. He's got to be like seething 
after every beatdown. That's the only way to save Sean Spears now. Yeah, I, uh, you said it already. Um, we we thought Sean versus Dustin was a no brainer win for Sean. Um, turns out we were wrong. Um, where did he go from here? Except for I don't know this right here. You know, have Tully put his foot up his behind, mm. and if if he. Sean Spears can be a main event player, but he needs to drop the goofy act and this, and he needs to become like an SOB. He needs to be like a jerk. Mm-hmm. Beat up, you know, some baby faces, mm-hmm. get some heat back. And we'll see where it goes from there. I agree. And the last bit of AEW news. <clears throat> so last year, after Double or Nothing, between the, to bridge the gap between Double or Nothing and All Out and their TV deal, AW had a couple of free shows. And so this year they're doing the same but a little different. Instead of being a free show on Bleacher Report, like a pay-per-view for free, Fighter Fest will be presented as a two-week event on TNT. So in lieu of their traditional dynamite, much like they did with Bash of the Beach, you're going to have Fighter Fest July 1st and July 8th. I, 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 if they're going to do something, uh, I, would, I would much rather a charity show again, mm. similar to, to Fight for the Fallen. Fallen. Especially with like the current climate right now, like a lot of people can do with you know. Maybe they'll do that next month. Charity, you know, it's keep possible. the same pattern because that's what they did last time. Yeah. Last time it was double or nothing, then fighter fest, and then fight for the fallen. So maybe the next month they'll do the same thing. And um, for AEW to be putting on, uh, you know, two shows is is it fighter fest? Uh, Wednesday, Fighter Fest, Wednesday again, or is it mm-hmm. Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday? Because mm-hmm. I think that's too much. No, no, it's Wednesday, 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 July first, Wednesday, July eighth. Okay, I mean, I think something major may happen here. Sure, it's it's a nice, it's like a, it's like a supersized dynamite, basically. You know, like a dynamite yeah. on steroids. I think they said that every title is going to be on the line between the two nights. So we're going to see the tag titles on the line, the World Championship, the TNT Championship, and the Women's Championship all defended on between those two days, between July 1st and July 8th. Yeah. No. No, that's cool. Yeah. Definitely down for that. Excited for that. Some, some pay-per-view-esque wrestling for the exactly. freeze. Exactly. If and it's that, for free, it's for me. That's always said right. It. That's right. That's the full channel family model. If it's for free, it's for me. So, not much else happened Wednesday except for the finals of the Cruiserweight tournament to crown the vacant Cruiserweight champion. I mean, I don't know what they're what they're playing at now because I saw an, uh, an advertisement for just. Uh, What's the kid with the big head? Jordan, Jordan Devlin. Devlin. 
Yeah. Monstrous square head. Um, <laughs> taking on uh, the, the winner of the tournament. Well, so in the, the finals, we had... It was supposed to be the interim Cruiserweight champion. And then that was the whole idea. That when this all opened up, Devlin would take them on, and then someone would be the official Cruiserweight champion. Yeah. Now, we have our final. Drake Maverick versus Hijo de Fantasma, right? Ooh, very nice pronunciation. And everyone was backing Drake Maverick because he had the the feel-good story. He was released, you know, a couple of months ago, and he fought and clawed his way back to get a contract and a championship at the same time. Except that did not happen. Drake Maverick and uh, Phantasma put on a, a good match. Uh, Maverick loses, and he's walking up the ring so somber. Just he's swelled up, tears in his eyes. They're clapping for him. Uh, you see the emotion, and he's overcome with emotion. Uh, he gets like to the top of the ramp, and Triple H is there with. Obviously, a contract in his hand. I mean, once I saw that, I was like, ah, all right, whatever, fine. Like, you give him a contract. And he, like, shakes Drake's hand, uh, the wrestler, not the rapper. And he. <laughs> Why would Aubrey him. Graham be here? Aubrey Graham would not be here. Yeah. Wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> so he shows Drake the. Uh, contract and he gets happy again and uh, good feel good story for a lot of like Drake Maverick fans uh, who was not a fan of this Leo Rush he did not like that WWE was using fake firings to Mm -hmm. build Mm storylines and I was just like shut up Leo because if it was you you'd be quite alright with it man and look, Leo Rush is not the only person to express discontent with the way that they went about this. And you have to admit, this is something that you normally would say isn't bad taste. To use something uh, like Black Wednesday and then use it to give themselves a storyline for Drake Maverick. Yeah, I, I usually would care about it. But I don't care about the Cruiserweight division. So do what you want. <laughs> I'm sorry. To me, so it, the, the devil's in the details, right? So, in my opinion, and we'll never know this, it depends on how it went down. If they fired everybody and they were like, hey, Drake, we still need you for this one match. And then he puts up that video and everyone's feeling for him. So then they go, all right, we got to give him the W. And then he gets over and they and then they see this and go, all right, let's ride this as long as we can. But he's not going to win the thing. And then they give them the contract. They, they rehire him as part of it, and it's all organic and unknown to Drake Maverick, then I'm cool with it. But if this was from day one, like, okay, we're going to put Drake Maverick's name as part of the releases, but, you know, we're going to include you and you're going to, you know, you'll be fine. If that was the case, well, then that's that's a hunk of junk. Yeah, I mean, thank God this is NXT and not WWE, because if Drake Maverick got himself over through Twitter... He wasn't going to win for his first match. Oh, word. 
Just ask Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona. How dare you get over? I make superstars. Wild. Not it's the interweb. Wild. It's wild that in 2020, the man still thinks that way. Oh, there's a lot of people who think a lot of ways that shouldn't be thought about in 2020, but yet here we are. You're not wrong. I mean, sit, sitting in a curfew. We have curfew right now. I haven't had a curfew since I was 10 years old. <laughs> um, I will say this much. I hope. So now that Drake Maverick is quote unquote rehired, I hope they let him wrestle. Because when they first brought him over, you know, he just went to doing the managerial thing with AOP and, you know. No, he was the. Uh, GM first, and then he. Went oh, you're right. Stuff. I forgot about that. He went straight into doing the GM for 205 Live, then was the the manager for AOP, and then just was part of the 24 division, 24 seven division. The man can wrestle. You know, you brought him over for a reason. Clearly, he's he has he has charisma, he's talented, and he has skills. Let him wrestle. He doesn't have to do the rock star spud stuff that he did in Impact Wrestling, but he can be a wrestler. Let him wrestle. Uh, I mean, sure. You know, I, I don't really care for him. He's, I'm going to sound like Vince McMahon right now. He's undersized. Like, he's too small of a guy for me to care about. Like, Marco Stunt, don't care about him. You know, like, or whatever. But size doesn't matter if you're good enough at what you do. If you're given good work. I mean, look, you aren't you a Raymond Stadio fan? Not necessarily. I mean, I'm, I met the guy. I know. We all know. But, I mean, did I like some of his work? Sure. But was I oh, clamoring to the TV to see Raymond Stadio? No. All I'm saying is that size does not have to matter. <laughs> oh, Shut, up. So in Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Child. So before, before we move on to SmackDown, I think I think it would uh, I think be in you know bad taste to not mention Impact Wrestling Slammiversary in short detail. Mm-hmm. Posting a vignette of literally everyone that was fired on Black Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, in in short or like you know some like we had Rockstar Spud they had um, EC3 for champ like for, uh, for champ cup obviously you know e- Ethan Carter the uh, third I didn't see Zack Ryder though no but I saw yeah I saw yeah. Gals and Anderson and um if it, you're an eagle eye viewer, you caught the glimpse of a flag, but not just any flag. A Bulgarian flag. Yeah. And who's from Bulgaria? But Lana, of course. <laughs> from Staten Island, Bulgaria. Rusev. So they're they're advertising Somebody coming at Slammiversary. Can it be EY? Because they, they, he was there too. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. They showed EY. Um, so, if Rusev goes to Impact, kudos to you. 
bad idea, though. <laughs> like, you're betting on yourself going to Impact. Mm-hmm. You're much suited for New Japan. You're better suited for New Japan. So much better suited. Well, we gonna see. Matt Bloom was a terror in New Japan. Yes, sir. As Lord Ten- as Lord Tensai. Rusev, you can you'll get over there. You'll get over there. Believe me. If Michael Elgin can get over, Rusev can get over. Oh, what is your beef with Elgin? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. I can't stand Michael Elgin. Uh, I, I don't care for him. I can't can't stand him. You know. Ugh. I don't like. The SmackDown, right? SmackDown mm-hmm. happened this week. Oh, did it? Did you? Do they know that? And um, boy, I, I was bored half the time. Mm. It, it only picked up during the uh, Daniel Bryan AJ Styles <clears throat> segment, mm-hmm. where good on Styles letting Drew Gulak go over clean. Yep. You don't have a future WWE champion. But you definitely have a future IC champion in Drew Gulak. 100% agree. Um, with that being said, didn't care for SmackDown until you got to the main event, which was Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss defending the tag team championships <laughs> against Sasha and Bailey. In the notes, you put Sasha and Bailey, new tag champs. I was like, they beat the New Day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had uh-huh. half a mind to write new tech jumps. I was like, no, be nice. I mean, this just this is all just to <clears throat> excuse me, progress the Bailey Sasha. We were speaking about it before. It's like, oh, they're champions now again. Uh what they're gonna do is like when they drop the belts, Sasha's gonna get pinned, Bailey's gonna blame her for losing the belts. That's probably just gonna have them implode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of imploding, my theory. Have you noticed Tucker? Tucker. Nowhere to be found. Tucker, we Tucker. Big brother Tucker. Yeah, Otis is nowhere essentially a single wrestler now. Right? And, and and Mandy Rose for the second week in a row. I'm sorry. Mandy Rose for the second week in a row wearing denim inspired outfits. I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. This hillbilly stuff. Mandy Rose looking like a, Mandy Rose looking like a snack. <laughs> no comment. I guess. And I guess snack. I was like, uh, the the big sexy and and the double Z and the double E are going over crazy for Liv Morgan. Yeah, you can keep your Liv Morgan. Leave Mandy Rose for for moi. You enjoy. Yeah, I know how you feel about her. You watch her mouth. Punch I, right in. Hey, what did I, I said, I'm not saying anything. I said no comment. I said you enjoy it. That's all you. That's all you. Just like Liv Morgan is all them. Yeah, that's do you guys. I don't I don't care. Um, 
Anyway, my theory is because he's he stole uh, Baron Corbin's crown. Uh, I think that he's gonna have a a match for the briefcase, in which Baron Corbin's gonna win because Tucker's gonna come back and cost Otis the match. Interesting. He, he, you left me for her. We were a team. Blah blah blah. I was there for you. Why don't you love me? Why don't you love me? <laughs> and then and, we get Sonya and Tucker versus Mandy and Otis. No, because you already were doing that with Dolph. So that's what I'm saying. Because Otis, I mean, Mandy's still doing the Sonya thing. Okay, so yeah, why not do it? End it. That's it. And then at some point you have uh, Mandy Rose. Um, what the hell is this called? Uh, yeah, Mandy Rose turn on Otis and align herself back up with Sonya Deville. And Tucker feels bad because he doesn't see like to see Otis get hurt, and they become baby faces again. I guess it's not the best. It's not the best storyline, but it's the only way to keep Tucker and Otis together because the both of them need each other. I mean, obviously Tucker's the more charismatic. Um, Otis is the more charismatic out of the two, but you can only go so far with this Mandy Rose storyline. Like the ceiling is not 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 large at all. So, well, what do you do? You know, where do you go after this? You're not putting the Universal Championship on him, and if you do, that's a mistake. You said steak, steaks and weights. So <laughs> thrill. <laughs> yes, sir. That time tonight, for the first time ever. Whoa, whoa, you always always jump to predictions. We have a garden to maintain here, sir. Oh, I mean, we could always just do it afterwards, but I know that you're got that green thumb of yours that you want to. That's right. I got, we got to make sure that this forest is thriving. All right. Because, you know, in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seats. And in the case of WWE, there's usually a lot of bad ones. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they all contribute to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. So, who's got your good seed? I don't know if I have one, actually. Really? I'd have thought yours was a no-brainer considering how you reacted to it when you were talking about well, the Todd Pettengill coming Todd yeah. Pettengill coming back. Yeah. Eh, it is. I guess yeah, you know, that's my good seed. Todd Pettengill being there for NXT takeover in your house. Alright. And your bad seed? Jackson Riker. <laughs> Fair enough. Enough said. Yeah, enough said. 
So the, my good seed is going to be Tony Khan banning the oh. Hogan's. Oh, that's a good one. And you stole my bad seed. Oh, I got a bad seed for you. Okay. Tony Storm. No, we're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. Now, I'm not now in about. a relationship. Shut up. With no, Juice not. Robinson. He's dead. CJ Parker, get out of here. Talk to me about CJ Parker. He's dead to me. She's definitely the right-handed god. Hey, 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 you cut it out. You leave my Tony Storm alone. Yeah. Juice Robinson's whole career is my bad seed. Juice Robinson, <laughs> I officially hate you. He will forever Give be CJ Parker. <laughs> Get what I want. You know what I want. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. You ruined my night. I didn't want to think about this. Damn it. Yeah, when you saw that, and I was just like, it's okay. Well, she will be mine. A, so now we can. That's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to do our predictions for NXT TakeOver in your house. Not live from <laughs> in Florida, Orlando, Florida. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. Some wow. part of Florida. Something. Six matches, as usual, in NXT is. Let's dive right into it. I'm gonna go from bottom to top, actually. Okay. Because the number one match over here has the most heat, in my opinion. Agreed. Uh, I'm I'm also guessing that this match is gonna kick off the show. It shouldn't, but I, it will. You think so? I think it should. Uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Is Candice LeRae a heel now? That's oh yeah, because Johnny Gargano's a heel, right? Oh. Um. Jesus. The only other match I can see kicking off the show is the next match. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Mayim. Mayim, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll go that way also. Oh, and um, this is for La Championa. Your belt is on the line this weekend. That's right. So pick. And pick smart, because that belt is coming home with me. And by home, I mean on the other side of the bed. I want to say it's in this. You're in the same place, guy. I will have what's mine. Anyway, um, so you, we both have the face team. Yes, sir. All right. Moving on, we have the NXT North American Championship on the line as the reigning champion Keith. Lee takes on Limitless. The Limitless. Keith Lee takes on Gianni Wrestling. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Takeover. Johnny Takeover. I'm going Keith Lee. I think Keith Lee retains. Oh, this is easy. Keith yeah. Lee. Is this your lock? No. Okay. Mine either. No, 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 no. No lock. Okay. Next match is uh for 
the last chance backlot brawl for the NXT Championship. If Dream loses, he can no longer challenge. <clears throat> excuse me for the NXT Championship. While Andrew Cole, baby, is still champion. <laughs> Andrew Cole? Who's Andrew? Your boss. <laughs> I was like, what does my boss have to do with this? Andrew Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> when, he co- when he comes in on Sunday, I'm going to do that and he's going to be so confused. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, don't drink at work. I told you <laughs> he's going to be like, Okay. <laughs> Adam Cole, baby. baby. Taking on Velveteen Dream, defending the NXT Championship. I'm going to go Adam Cole. A lot of people are saying Velveteen is going to win. Because <clears throat> this is his last opportunity. I don't see Velveteen going anywhere else. I'm going to mm, – I wanted to be, for the sake of being gutsy, I want to be like, I'm going to go Velveteen Dream because I'm cool. I'll go Adam Cole. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. You want, you want All to, right. Want to go to the next so, I was getting there. I was letting I was letting my pick resonate. Letting it wash over you. All right. Next up, we have Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. I swear, I still in my head, I want to call him Punishment Martinez every time. Um, I I got Balor. I'm sorry? I got Balor. <sighs> I, I want to take Balor also. But Damian Priest could really benefit from this. But where would he go after? You know, that's the problem. I'm going to go Balor. Yay, Balor. Balor, Balor, Balor. Next match. Triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Defending champion Charlotte Flair. Taking on former champion Rhea Ripley. Versus Io Shirai. May Young Classic winner. Charlotte retains. Io Shirai. Io Shirai, you say? Io Shirai. Yup, yup. Yup, yup. Okay. And then in the main event... Tommaso Ciampa versus making his takeover debut, Karrion Cross, accompanied by Scarlet. To me, it's got to be Karrion Cross. Cross lock. You're putting your lock on Cross, huh? Yeah. That was where I was going to put my lock also. And then I thought about putting it on Dream. But then I'm going Cole. So I can't put it on Dream. So I am going to think outside the box. And if I'm going to go and make a wild prediction, I'm going to lock it down. 
I'm putting my lock on Io Shirai. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna eat that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel that one in the morning. But. Well, you're either gonna fill it in the morning or you're gonna rejoice. It's true. Either but way, go hard or go home, right? Either way, it is going to be an interesting Sunday evening covering this. Now, for those of you who don't know or don't remember the rules, the championship cannot change hands on a tie. That's correct. The, on- the only way that she can or he can lose the championship is by getting out points. And no tie or not putting in predictions. Mm-hmm. She can retain still if even if she goes 0 for 6. If Thrill and I tie, ties stay with the champion mm-hmm. regardless. Because there's no clear-cut winner. Mm-hmm. So this this should be a good one. This should be fun. I agree. Let's this is the first time that. A Grapples to Apples world champion gets to defend their title. So let's I mean, see if she can retain it. I already did. I already did, but. You were not the champion. Get over it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to do this, the 24 7 hardcore like, championship rules. <laughs> pin her in her sleep right now. You're going to make predictions while she's sleeping? Yeah. <laughs> Just do everything against me and then watch her sweep and I'm (laughs) Oh man Well ladies and gents I think that's going to pretty much wrap up our show for the week As always You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples as Grapples the number two Apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Play Music, you got Apple Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio Doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples of Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe, do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. As always, I've been one of your hosts, Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be. That's who I'll be because, baby, that's who I is. Joined remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are, baby. Command the hour. Man with the power, too sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top, soon to be champ. Shades. Don't forget that you can always check out our previous episodes. Don't forget to check out our recap and review of this week's takeover in your house. And don't forget to check out our episodes this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day is bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love. Peace.